0: Perhaps your experience is much like mine, a battle of wills all of our lives. Battle of wills, whether it's with siblings or parents, classmates, co-workers. Battles with God, what he wants and what I want. And battles within my own heart. Sometimes I wanted God's will and other times I wanted my will. It is the battle that we all deal with in our lives, the battle of wills. Why is that? We learn from the book of Genesis that when God created everything, he created everything to be good. He created you and I in goodness, and he loved humanity so much that he gave it a free will, every single human person, as well as the angels. The angels had one choice, because they knew what they were doing. They had the choice to love and serve God or to choose themselves. And the brightest and the most gifted of all the angels was Lucifer, whose name means light-bearer. He was to be the bearer of light of good in the world. And he said, I will not serve. That was the beginning of the battle of wills, and the other demons, that is, the good angels, who chose to say, I want what I want, and not what you want, God. God respected their choice and the consequences that would come with that, meaning separation from what would bring them happiness. Then, of course, we know the story in Genesis, the temptation of Satan or Lucifer in the garden. You see, Adam and Eve, they were formed in what is called original justice, when their passions were governed by reason. Their reason was enlightened by faith, what God had revealed, and they were motivated by love, that is, charity, seeking the good of others. God but Satan in his deception brighter than Adam and Eve knew just how to tempt them at the right time because they were clearly instructed to not eat from a particular tree in the garden that tree was an intentional opportunity for them to love God The tree of knowledge of what is good and evil. They decided they wanted to extend their power and to decide for themselves what they wanted. And of course, we know they grasped for that apple. And there were consequences consequences which we all have inherited. We have darkened intellects, we don't see things so clearly. We have weakened wills, we don't always follow through with what is the right thing to do. We have disordered passions, and how often the passions that we experience in the world we live in today is passion, passion, passion. Battle of wills, I want what I want. Unfortunately, there's so much crying out in the world, I want my way. And God respects that choice. But those choices have consequences in which we ourselves find ourselves often with battle with others, whether it's because what we want or because an imposition of what they want. Now that's the problem. But there's good news. We see in this fourth Sunday of Advent, the fourth candle is lit. It means Christmas, of course, is drawing close. Advent is a time for us to prepare, prepare for the coming of Christ, not only at Christmas in the end of time, but today, here and now. That's why we gather every Sunday. We need God. Faith is for those of us Who acknowledge we need God and the whole goal hopefully for each of us is to discover that our ultimate happiness lies in being like Mary like the call we hear from St. Paul in the second reading today to the Hebrews as it is written of me in the scroll behold I come to do your will O God you see it was Mary's yes to the father's plan for her it was Jesus, yes, to the Father's plan for him that reversed the choice of Adam and Eve and opens wide the doors for us to receive grace every day of our lives. But we have to allow that grace to be received, to say, God, I need you. God, you know what's best for me. But I tell you what, when I was a little kid, maybe like you, I wanted to pick on my brothers all the time, and I never wanted them to pick on me. And what were my mom and dad doing trying to tell me as a kid what to do, right? It's how we think. And that can carry out into our adulthood, and it can be the same with God. God's will or my will. In the interior battle, we find ourselves in. But God is with us you didn't get a chance to get to the Christmas concert here, Christmas at the cathedral, the theme this year is Be Born in Me. And it's the invitation for us that we are reminded, like our wonderful brothers and sisters in the Christian faith, who might ask that question, have you been born again? In other words, is God in you? Are you living the fullness of your capacity by letting yourself be filled with God, which rightly orders everything. It's not easy, of course, because we're so human. But we should never be afraid. We should never be discouraged even by those weaknesses. Rather, we should all the more call out to God. May we be like Mary, may be done to me according to thy word. Because it was Mary's yes that opened the gateway for us, by the Father sending the Holy Spirit into the womb of Mary, which we are preparing for at the Nativity, so beautifully depicted, of course, in the apse of the cathedral. It was her yes and her sacrifices that opened wide the doors for God as he had perfectly planned. And even though you and I may have messed up many times in our life, it doesn't matter. Today is a new day of grace. It's a new day to be born again in Christ, or if you will, to let God be born within us, meaning letting the Holy Spirit in and seeking his will. Because regardless of what he asks of us, and even like Mary and Jesus, which at times means difficulty, God is with us. And through that suffering and trials and sacrifices that we make in our life to cooperate with God's perfect plan, He brings great things to others. May God be born in you and me that through us, like Mary, God works out His perfect plan of providence. God, be born in me.